0: This week it's a bit weird. No, been weird. One... Shit out there. See, this is how I spend my free time because I don't watch the Olympics. Because well. <laughs> it's just two weeks of running and jumping in a field.
1: They can jump the furthest, though. They can <laughs> run the fastest. They've been training for this.
0: Good for them.
1: How about the one? Running
0: got? is obsolete, Claire. We have cars. We could even ride a horse and dressage. Now that. That is a pointless sport. You spent ten years teaching a fucking horse to dance.
1: It is a bit pointless. I was a <laughs> bit bored watching it the other day. And they're
0: like, ooh, oh, look, the, look at the forelock
2: movement. I feel sorry for the horse, because the jockey or whatever gets all, all the accolade, gets the gold medal, and they do done nothing.
0: Does the horse get a medal? <laughs> that's a question. <laughs> no, I don't think so. You should give the horse a medal. Yeah. They
1: pat it on the side of the head and give it a carrot.
0: Yeah. gets to get some extra oats in its nose bag.
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: And I suppose if it's a male, it'll get to stud.
1: Yeah.
0: And we won't send it's the glue factory straight away. No. <laughs> or
1: the Binders factory.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, from horses to aliens.
2: My surprise.
0: Yeah. <laughs> aliens will crush humans in terrifying war, then crack planet like a nut, claims expert. Well, I want to be an expert in this. This is ace. I can get behind this.
1: Haven't you got expert status yet?
0: I'd like to think I have. Why do you think you
1: don't? You've
2: got. Fucking, not his ego's like already. <laughs> yeah. Oh come on! I, I you're not an expert, Ben. I, hey, hey. you're a
0: casual uh, dabbler.
1: Casual tablet! That makes me sound
0: like I sell pornography. You think did? Well, yeah. yeah. Dirty bed and Sex Shop. <laughs> no, I just. I think I'm, I'm halfway there. I mean, Nick Pope's technical not got qualifications. He just worked for the MOD. He was employed to study it. Yeah, but you don't you get a degree in it, do you? It, really? You don't get a degree in it. I wish I could. Anyway. Nick Pope, who investigated UFOs for the Ministry of Defence, believes alien technology could be so advanced that humans on Earth wouldn't stand a chance if they decide to invade. Of course. I slightly disagree. What, well, you don't think it could be? I think we'd, we'd figure out a way to kill them, because that's there's two things humans are really but good life, at. They're like a Type 3 civilization. Mike, we'll strap a they've, bomb to someone. They've got, and got the
2: and just pa- like, they've got the pair of
0: stars behind them. We wouldn't stand a chance. Why would they be attacking
2: us? What,
0: what are we in type 1?
2: We're not even type 1. Oh, dear. We're about 0.71. Look, we'd strap a nuke to someone and just send them in. Type 1 means you you harness the power of the planet. Yeah. Type 2, the star in the solar system. Yeah. Type 3, the galaxy. In a type 3 civilization they've got the power of a galaxy behind them. Hundreds of billions of stars that they can harness the power from at will. Yeah. Yeah, we're fucked.
0: <laughs> nah, we're plucky, Mike. We're plucky. <laughs> we're, plucky. <laughs> we're plucky, man. But the Death Star times a billion? Yeah, well, they're not gonna. Well, oh, yeah, okay. If they lose the Death Star, we're fucked, aren't they? You know, we're, we're fucked there. Yeah, but why would they do it? Because all the resources would be just be destroyed. Yeah, so they, they want us whole, so they they've got to come be... down.
2: Yeah, there would have to be a complete nihilistic alien race It's wants to destroy everything. It's possible.
0: Let's hope yeah. so we don't beat them,
2: fuckers. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: Like, we were reading this uh, nihilistic stuff and we decided that it's our mission to destroy the old life in the universe apart yeah. from us. Yeah, there's no reason for anything. It's all pointless. And we're angry. Yeah. And they'd be fascists. The Klingons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are Listen, the Klingons yeah. down for wiping out everybody or no. just, like, just having a bit of a war now and again to make themselves feel good?
1: They, they were not,
0: in, the, in the start, weren't they? they I'm not totally
1: into Star Trek lore. They were in the start, and then, they, then they've come to an accord and they've they joined the feder- federations, did not
0: they? Oh, they certainly allied with them.
1: Yeah.
0: And birds of prey are pretty cool,
1: though.
0: <laughs> so aliens will crush humans in the terrifying War of the Worlds and could crack the planet open like a nut, according to Nick Pope, who investigated UFOs to in the Ministry of Defence. He says that humans are toast if ETs invade because their weapons will probably be billions of years ahead of ours. He says sci-fi flicks or humans vanquish hordes invading little green men are unrealistic as their weapons will be so advanced they'd seem like magic. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I uh, personally still think we'd be plucky. We go. We'd have, the higher, higher tech they are, the lower tech we'd have to go. Even if that involved, like, Using balloons to carry bombs.
2: Yeah, but not if we're talking about the people that can just crack plants like nuts. Well, yeah, Isn't but... Is there a chance?
0: You know, that's, yeah, in that scenario, yes. Yeah, so if, they, if they want the resources, they've got to come down.
2: Yeah, that's different. But then they could just put a plague. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, they could. It just kills humans and leaves all the other life intact.
1: Yeah.
0: Covid. Stage one. The U.S. intelligence agencies published a bombshell report on the Uf- on UFOs. It concluded that 143 unidentified aerial phenomenon sightings by U.S. military pilots since 2004 remained unexplained, fueling further fears of an alien invasion. Mm. Despite this, the U.K. government says it has no plans to launch its own investigation into UFOs and the threat they could pose. But Mr. Pope... They dubbed him Britain's Fox Mulder. I bet he wishes he had a scully. Slammed the idea that uh, we would suddenly pull something out of the bag and defeat an alien invasion. He added, just to put this in context, the universe is nearly 14 billion years old. And there might be civilizations out there with a billion or two year head start on us. Now, if you think about the difference in technology, think if uh, we've come in the last two to three hundred years, basically from horse and cart and ships sailing across the ocean using the wind, we've come from that to stealth fighters, space probes, and smartphones in a short period of time. Exactly. Yeah. Two billion years ahead of us.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're going to come with mal intent, are they? Well, they might do. Why, why Why would they crack the earth into Well, I've like said it'd have, have to be a nihilistic. Magnet.
0: That's counterproductive. It'd have to be yeah. a
2: nihilistic alien race that just would destroy everything.
0: Or an ultra religious. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Halo? Yeah. The humans. covenant. Humans are impure. Gotta wipe them well, out. And they
2: still want the resources then. That's true. But, mm. uh. It's yeah. probably not likely, but it's certainly possible. We wouldn't have anything to counter it.
0: No? No? And unless, unless we're the suicide bombing it we capture an alien get some of their tech use it for us that'd be an idea i think we're plucky i think we put more of a fight than they they would be in they think i really do we'll get yep. the child soldiers out we'll mobilize the entire human race claire get your boys guns we're going mm.
1: <laughs> we wouldn't have a chance if it was my life <laughs> <laughs>
0: I reckon the feral one would be alright, he, he, he
1: might be, yeah. Uh... You just see him like oh, so. jump on
0: the back of one, slit its <laughs> throat, and then bathe in its blood before going on to the next. Yeah. <laughs> you know, eight, eight and up, give him a gun, get him out there. Fighting for this fighting for the species now. No time for a childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Think of it like a game. Mm. Uh it would be terrifying. It fucking would be.
1: A lot of people are just, you know be screaming in the streets
0: there would be a lot of screaming going on but the thing that then yeah well, fucking yeah gotta get Loot, well looted. we gotta get the numbers up Looted. well no, I'd just be thinking it's the end isn't it well yeah but that'll be beneficial eventually
2: yeah
0: looted looting religious systems failing no point looting TVs though is it if, yeah games. you can have a bigger TV and watch the end of the world on <laughs> <laughs> It's being broadcasted. someone will be broadcasting, no, of broadcasting
1: it. in shops to sort of like barricade yourself in your own home, away from you know what is outside the door.
0: Yeah, alien stormtroopers. Yeah. But laser guns.
1: They, they Come could, on. They could have laser guns. They could. Yeah, but we'd it. get
0: laser guns too, wouldn't we?
1: Yeah, but they could totally paralyze us.
0: Well that's the least that, well, that's the worst well, All
1: good and well thinking we can go in all gung-ho and you know Oh yeah human wave and Whatever. but if they've got a paralysed like, you know, gun
0: Well they could just have a disintegration gun
1: Yeah
0: yeah Human wave attacks it is then <laughs> <laughs> We'll drown them in our blood <laughs> Send in the emus first Send in the fucking emus <laughs> Yes absolutely Well I think we're plucky we'll put up a fight at least We will not go quietly into the night I'm not going to carry that speech on. I could do it. I have memorised that entire speech. Yeah, that's not. Okay. That's, a nice one. that's my party piece. Uh,
2: time traveller from year 5000 claims to have photographic proof of apocalypse.
0: I love this. This is Apex TV again. Oh, I, think, I think Apex TV literally just make up bullshit time traveller stories. Yeah. That is their sole point of existence. A man claiming to be a time
2: traveller from the year 5000 says entire cities will be underwater because of climate change and he has photographic evidence.
0: So in the year 5000 they still have cameras yeah. that you have to develop the picture from. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: The man, known only as Edward, told Apex TV he was part of a top secret time travelling experiment in 2004. A really top secret, isn't it? He's coming out and telling everybody. Yeah. yeah. And sent three thousand years into the future. To his surprise, the man claims that when he arrived in the future, he was presented with the sight of Los Angeles submerged
0: by a great body of water.
1: It doesn't look like Los Angeles on that on that picture there, does it? It, it just looks look like.
0: Anything. It's just the sea with some yeah. ruins. <laughs> you know, that could be like somewhere off the coast of Greece. I mean, that water looks pretty damn blue to be Los Angeles. So he went back in, He went forward in time. Yeah. So he still had to take a physical camera in 2004. Must have done.
2: Okay.
0: All right. Okay. He said,
2: I will tell you a story which will amaze you and you will be astonished. I appeared to place... I don't know what he means by that. It was unbelievable. I was standing on a huge wooden platform. Not only me, houses, buildings, of course, all made from wood. And after I realised it was the same city, Los Angeles, but underwater.
0: Houses all made of wood. Yeah. we don't make houses out of wood in LA. It's a concrete jungle, baby. Yeah. <laughs> wood float anyway? <laughs> yeah. Course,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It's quite efficient for that. <laughs> it's known for floating wood, uh, to be fair. Oh, fucking hell. The adventurer goes by the name Future Time Traveler on TikTok. Uh, this is a guy who says that giant aliens um, will arrive in 2022. Uh, there's another, another
2: time traveler, is it?
0: Oh, mm. Fucking hell. Metabolics. Pyramids in the sky, don't look up at them. Don't look at those pyramids in the sky, whatever you do. Who the fuck goes on, who has got enough time to go on TikTok, make an account, and just post bullshit videos trying to convince people you're actually from the future? What the
1: fuck, what the fuck? This guy, I wonder how many followers
2: he's got. There's no queer as folk, man. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah, load of bollocks. Someone I came. Yeah, yeah, read yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some shitty photograph. Can't see what the fuck it is underwater. Can't be fucking from anywhere at any
0: time. It looked like Greek oh, ruins in the yeah, bed.
2: It's just ridiculous. And if it was wood, it would have floated. Idiot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Man rescued after being stalked and repeatedly attacked by a grizzly bear for a week.
0: It's fucking harsh. Mm.
1: He said that the bear kept coming back every night and he hadn't slept for a few days.
0: Not surprised.
2: Fuck. It's like real life Revenant. Yeah. It is. That's such a good film.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: So, a man has been rescued after spending a week fighting off a grizzly bear in the Alaskan wilderness. Fighting off... He's hardly fighting off the bear, was he? He like, is, he is. I'm imagining is. sort of, like, kung fu, he's got a stick. He's like, come on. Oh, no,
0: wait till you find out what's actually happened. He, he did fight it. Really?
1: <laughs> yeah. With injuries to his leg and torso and running on a mixture of adrenaline, sleep deprivation and just... Two remaining rounds of ammunition for his pistol, he was finally spotted by a Coast Guard pilot, Lieutenant Commander Jared Carbajal. Yeah? Yeah. I got it right. Commander Carbajal needed no more...
0: Needed no more than the bare necessities. Needed no more Uh, than... uh,
1: The bare necessities. uh, Um. Of observation to see something was very wrong when he spotted an SOS sign, Help Me, scrawled on a tin roof in a shack in the wilderness, some 40 miles from an old gold rush town of Noom.
2: Noom, I think it is. That Nome? Yeah, Noom without the G. Okay. Noomy. Could be.
1: I bet they pronounce it Noom. Probably. <laughs> and beside it, a man desperately trying to get his attention, waving both hands in the air. Upon landing in a remote mining camp, the man explained to the US Coast Guard that he had been attacked by a grizzly bear and had spent sleepless nights warding off repeated visits from the wild animal. Even the shack door had been ripped off. Oh, fucking <laughs> <that>. <laughs> The man, who has not yet been ent- identified, relayed an extreme tale of perilous survival to his rescuers that bore grisly comparison to the Academy Award winning 2015 film The Reverend. You said that. Uh, With Leonardo DiCaprio. The unidentified man in his 50s or 60s told the US Coast Guard he'd arrived at the camp on the 12th of July. Some days later, near the mining camp, he had encountered a grizzly, which dragged him to a nearby river. Yes, fucking fuck. He managed to escape the bear's clutches, sustaining injuries to his leg and chest, and he found his way to the hut at the camp, where he treated his wounds. And fuck, he had to
0: fight the bear to get away. It's fucking mental.
1: His fortune did not improve, however. He said that the bear kept coming back every night and he hadn't slept for days. I'm not
0: surprised.
1: So the Coast Guard spotted the bear-haunted man at all... Was a piece the coast. Oh, that the Coast Guard spotted the bear hunt hunted man was a, a piece of remarkable good luck since Commander Carvajal's helicopter crew flying out of Kodiak. Yeah? Yeah. Has been on its way to a mission elsewhere when it had changed course about a mile to avoid a patch of bad weather.
0: Wow. Jesus, that's that is lucky. Just
2: a bit. Yeah.
0: That's mental. A Yeah, I think the important thing to do is if you are going to the wilderness, like it says here, is take an emergency beacon or a sat phone. You can quite buy them expensive watches, can't you? Yeah. And you pull a pull the um, the winder out and it sets off a beacon then for 48 hours or 72 hours. I don't like
2: leaving the flat. I ain't going to the no fucking
0: wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I was going to invite you on a trip to the Canadian wilderness next week. Fuck <laughs> off. Oh, <God. laughs>
1: Looking at that, are, are those beacons though—do they check out every beacon?
0: Yeah, they're all. My, it sends a distress signal to the the frequency that it's monitored, and it's a GPS, so it like it's got it basically talks to the satellite, and the satellite says, "There's a person here." Tidy. Yeah, tastes. Great bit of kit. Well, he's a lucky bastard. I think the bear was provoked. I think he tried to fuck it. Possible. More brave bastard. Than me. <laughs> Him
1: down to the river. I think I'd How
2: start something it? small,
0: squirrels or rabbits. <laughs> he's been building up. It's in his fifties and sixties, Mike, he's been <laughs> fucking practicing. There's, no, it's time for the bear. I wanna be known as Barry the Bear fucker.
1: In all those days I'd have tried to kill it. Yeah. I wouldn't be messing about.
0: He's like, he's got two left two rounds left, so he's either missed or he's wounded the bear, which is just gonna piss it off more. So I... I'd have climbed on the roof. I'd have waited for the bear to come up and as it was coming, I'd have shot it in the head.
1: Yeah, I'd have tried to, I I wouldn't be left with two rounds, you as soon know. As, like, as soon as
0: it popped its head up the, up the thing, bang, 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 up, str- up
1: the door, I'd have been, you know, ripped the door off and yeah. shh in the head.
2: Mike, what would you oh, do? Fuck me, i just took the bullet to myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a bit well, defeatist. Fuck <laughs> it.
0: Oh well, uh-huh. <laughs> I always knew it would come to this. Yeah. Blowing my brains out in a shack in the Canadian wilderness. I'm in the
2: middle of nowhere, I've got I'm injured from bear wounds, bear attack, and fucking it's
0: going back. Yeah, because you because of... you shot it, it's pissed off. <laughs> <I didn't laughs> it's even it. it's even more pissed off now. <laughs> you might as well go oh, down fighting. <laughs> survival in the yeah,
1: It
0: would. Now you'd be high. (laughs) Treating your bear wounds would involve you getting high. Uh
2: (laughs) Everything I do involves me getting
0: high. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Good job. You you got no bear wounds then? Because you're so lucky. Uh, (laughs) Yet. uh, Don't keep. um, Bringing that bear around. I was going to say, don't keep elk legs. Never keep an elk leg in your house. Bears. Or hanging above your door. Yeah. Or sleeping with a dead elk. Yeah. That's bears. Moving on. Moving on. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Wow, this is. Terrifying! Villiers' governments have apocalyptic nanobot tech that can strip Earth in two hours. Fuck me! Who's inventing that? Who <laughs> <laughs> says I know? I got this great idea. Come up with this nanotech can strip the Earth bare down uh. the bare rock in two yeah. hours. All life just gone. You know? Don't we make that? Those aliens want to crack our planet like a nut. The jokes <laughs> on them. <and> <laughs> the ah. No, you see. All right, as a... As a dead man's trigger in the event of an alien invasion, right, I'm down for this. Scorched Earth. Yeah, Scorched Earth, man. They're not having it. If we're we're all going to die, the last one of us gets to press the button. Last one alive presses the button. That's the deal. It's a bit
1: childish, that, isn't it?
0: Nah. It's like flipping on the bird. Is it? Yeah. We just took out loads of you fuckers and then we're going to kill all of you. Boop. Now about time. I'll go for it. Dead man switch.
1: I could
0: see some of the leaders of our world going for that. Yeah, yeah. they are psychopaths. Yeah, nanobots. child raping <laughs> psychopaths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did we get that? did we end up with that system? Child raping psychopaths that are fucking dooming the planet and inventing nanobots that can strip yeah. it in two hours and nuclear weapons. Oof, nanobots capable of stripping the earth in two hours may already exist, are in the hands of governments, believes a conspiracy theorist. The concept of apocalypse causing nanobots, robots that operate near the scale of a tiny nanometer, was first put forward by Eric Drexler in his 1986 book Engines of Creation. And the theories of the third Kind podcast has since delved into this theory, looking at the increasing role of artificial intelligence and its microscopic technology. One of the podcast contributors, Hans, suggested the main threat to civilization comes in the form of nanobots. These little microscopic pieces of machinery start taking orders from something else. He said it overrides its code and it starts eating all organic life, stripping it down to the valuable minerals to self-replicate. It's in some movies. (laughs) Is it? Yes, um, G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra. Oh. Right. Although I don't think that was a a prophetic film. Never seen it. I haven't seen it either. It's a bit of a guilty, drunken Mm. pleasure, that movie. Is it? Yeah. He, Eric Drexler, said that if a self-replicating nanobot could be made, then it could be weaponised. There'd be a red nanobot which kills everything, gold nanobots, golden goo, as they are called, which strip resources the earth. The most terrifying aspect of Drex's theory is that of Grey Goo. The term refers to the hypothetical global catastrophic scenario where out-of-control nanobots self-replicate and consume everything on Earth. (laughs) As Hans pointed out, this theory suggests the whole of Earth could be killed in less than two hours. (laughs) Fuck. All organic material stripped
2: (laughs) to (laughs) a a
0: molecular level. In oh two hours, you like we'd just be stood here, right? And <laughs> well, this is <into> the pod, <laughs> we're doing the podcast, and this like swarm would come in, and we'd be like down to our bones, and then another one would come in, and the bones would just be gone right. in in the space of literally the blink of an eye. The space of a recording the podcast. Kick it hit? I don't think you'd feel it. No, it'd be too quick, wouldn't it? If they're going to do the whole planet in two hours, they will have to spend much time on us.
2: Depends, doesn't it? Oh yeah
0: good
2: point it'd be literally over in seconds
0: wouldn't it you'd just be sat here and the... maybe the just... blink of an eye yeah you'd you just go yeah I'd be here be like the Thanos snap
2: yeah but what's that grey thing over there <laughs> that's
0: good? what you'd hear what's yeah. like, and then everything would cut off because <laughs> everything would go not just us the entire yeah. flat would go that's it's mental <laughs> who's <laughs> making that
1: how many did they need
0: There'd, the be, there'd be hundreds of billions, <laughs> trillions, especially if they start self-replicating. The more materials they get, there's, only, there's virtually limitless. They're only limited by... until they run out of organic materials to use to replicate.
2: Yeah, and Hans look. believes that we already have that technology.
0: Yeah, it could be a case of the student outsmarting the teacher. <laughs> you don't say, Hans! The governments, uh, they test years ahead of what today is. So it's 2021, they are testing for 2051, 30 years in the future because we have to make sure that our weapons are formidable from now until that date. That's why you're seeing the recent update in funding for the government contracts with Boeing, IBM, Raytheon, Lockheed, Northrop. And the theory is that all all this is a weapon that we use to win wars, not to kill people, but to incapacitate all those wonderful machines, tanks, cannons, guns, so you don't need tanks, guns and... Everything because you've got nanobots. Yeah, but... Then a computer virus gets in and this grey goo, all these nanobots, are becoming self-aware and self-replicating. Draxa wrote the book back then before nanotech was a big thing, is what Hans says. It's true that all the military contractors in America and in Britain have all of a sudden got a lot of money. In Britain, we've just built two aircraft carriers that cost, I think, about sort of well, billions anyway. Mm-hmm. Plus the new F twenty two Lightnings to go on, and they're about sort of fifty million a pop. The two of them aircraft carriers. The army's getting a load more money. They're doing Challenger three now, which they weren't going to do. They, they were going to get rid of the main battle tank. Now they're doing Challenger three, right. updating the, the Challenger for the next fifty years. And of course, the navy as well is getting more destroyers. We're actually expanding for the first time in years. Yeah. And and the, and the RAF's getting the... There's just had their next generation fighter approved called the Tempest. They've had another 250 billion quids worth of funding. Building for war, aren't they? So it always seems that way. But they know that at some point we're going to have to fight a war for resources, so we are got to build up now what yeah. we can. That's a scary reality of the way we're going eventually. We've already had wars for oil, unofficially. Yeah. Soon as that stuff gets more scarce, oh sorry, Saudi Arabia. You know where we're your mate for years. We want your oil. I
2: think they're going for China.
0: China, Africa. The,
2: use of, uh, the noose around China's neck. All them allied bases. Yeah. The pivot to Asia.
0: Yeah, yeah. Singapore and Taiwan being funny, with China could spark to a dispute. We've just said the carrying. We've just sent a carrier group through the straits between them and Taiwan, which China says is theirs, but no one else says is. Is it theirs? They claim that it should be, and everyone else says it shouldn't.
1: (laughs) But no one else is claiming it?
0: They say it's just international passage routes, rather than territorial waters. So anyone can sail through it. And China is saying, no, you can't, not without us saying it's okay.
2: The Coming War with China,
0: John Pilger. It's a good documentary. Snappy title. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, we got these nanobots manner. Yeah. They probably have got. I don't know if we've got. I don't think we. I don't know if we're that far ahead with nanotech. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've got it. I don't think we're. No. I don't think we're that far advanced because we're. You know, we're doing planes and ships and tanks at the moment, aren't we? Yeah. Another twenty years. That's like thirty years for the future now. So maybe another thirty years, forty years. Depends. I mean, I don't. Mm. I'm no expert in how far we are along with nanotech. They're probably but
1: working on it, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, they're trying to yeah. get these
0: nanobots smaller and smaller, aren't they? Yeah. Do they, I know they were always looking at it for surgery. Because if you yeah. if someone's got a tumor, mm-hmm. you put a load of uh, nanobots into their bloodstream, with, who are programmed to attack and destroy tumors and eat them, yeah. and then die off after so long and just get absorbed into the bloodstream or whatever. Yeah. After breaking, after wiping the cancer, and that was seen as a ma- would have been a major breakthrough. But obviously, we're going to use it to strip the planet bare instead, instead of doing something good. <laughs> that's a shame. I hope there's an off switch. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing, man. It's like if if I go for it for an alien invasion. Read that scenario, Ben, that he says, Hans says. He said, just imagine if that was real. Noticing that you're not feeling so well all of a sudden, or you just had to be walking half a mile, and you walk back and you saw a tree when you were walking one way, and you walk back and it's not there. Then you think, is this a simulation? And then you start bleeding from your nose and you're not feeling so well. And before you know it, you're nothing but a bunch of (laughs) grey-lifeless matter on the ground, because these nanobots have stripped you of all the precious materials it needs. (laughs) oh that's <laughs> fucking terrifying thanks hands cheers hands I'm not sleeping tonight I'm just going to be <laughs> sat there thinking oh man I.
1: Grey dust on the floor
0: yeah you just uh, you're like oh man I don't feel so good yeah, it's, it's the it's Thanos snap mm. isn't it it's like oh man I don't feel so good I mean, instead of 50% it's 100% mm. of everything <laughs> yeah. the TV the table the carpet the brick of the flats the mixing desk, microphones, us. Yeah. It's Crazy. Who's making that? <laughs> Who thinks uh, that's a good... But then again, we've got nuclear weapons, so they could wipe the planet out. Yeah. Oh, we're not going to make it, are we? No. No, we're not. But as long as we make it to mine, I don't care what happens after I'm dead. <laughs> I'm not here to experience it.
1: If you've got Ben
0: Told you last week. What about if
1: we're reincarnated?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. You haven't thought this through. No, I haven't. As a final fuck you to an alien invasion. Yes, I'm done with this. Release it then. But, but we still got to work on it. So no. But I don't want it. I don't want something that can end the planet. I am a. I am a speciesist. In all fairness. I I want what I want the human race to, to survive and get the core cool space empire future we deserve.
1: Reincarnation might like. Go through galaxies and so
0: you could be an alien. That'd you be, don't be pretty sweet. Wake
1: up as an alien baby.
0: Yeah. Hopefully a green one. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> well, on. Can I get to fuck green chick green uh, alien chicks? Of course. Yeah an asexual <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're so past that Ben. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm not. Mm. Inside the wild story of the real life Tarzan, he boxed alligators and ate tortoises.
0: Oh well, while I agree with his alligator boxing <laughs> policy, I don't <laughs> agree with his eating tortoises policy.
2: Trapper Nelson is still remembered in the South Florida community where he became an icon for his experimental zoo,
0: short-lived boxing career. That's because he's fighting alligators. alligator. Yeah. Quirky social schools and animal antics. Do you think he was a short-lived boxing career because the alligator killed him? Uh,
2: he looks like a Duncan Ballantyne. Yeah, he does. <laughs> a younger version of him. <laughs> he's
1: got wonky nipples.
2: Has he? <laughs>
0: um, yeah. I'm not going to tell him uh, that. I'd imagine he's really <laughs> fucking hard, to be fair. because it was... Partially torn off by an alligator. Yeah, yeah, mate. stitched back on in the wilderness. We used nothing but vines. <laughs> Born Vincent
2: Natal chick in God knows he in Trenton, New Jersey, in 1909 to Polish parents. Oh, that explains it. He didn't speak English. The curious and nature-obsessed youngster always looked for alternatives to his boring suburban town. Jumping from train to train across the country. Does that mean boarding different trains? Actually, jumping. Mm.
0: Jumping onto the moving trains, I was yeah. To, yeah. Jumping the
1: moving trains. You know when the, 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 you'd
0: be running, all, you are know, in the film, so they're running alongside a train, and there's always a mm-hmm. carriage that's open, yeah. yeah. Although I was saying that, because I said hobos used to travel around. Yeah. A lot of man-on-man hobo rape going on in that period.
2: <laughs> it's true. We're talking about Tarzan jumping from
1: train to train.
0: Yeah, but that's true. That, that's a lot of rapes went on in those trains.
1: Sometimes the ho-
0: sometimes the hobos raped the guard who came round to get them off. What the fuck? Why? Because they wanted the feedback and all the hobos were into we're getting bump bum sexing each other. It's true.
1: Applied knowledge.
0: A lot of hobo rape going on, I'm telling you, it was a t- it was a bad time. Bad time,
1: Oh fuck me
0: like so Vince didn't was his name Vince yeah check my memory <laughs> <laughs> who says marijuana kills brain cells I've forgotten yeah Vincent I'll be to
2: pronounce his second name again
0: Na- Natulkevich
2: while well, he was jumping from train to train he finally wound up in Florida after dodging charges of gun running between Jesus just and <laughs> oh. supposedly the 6 foot four, hundred and ten 110 kilogram giant 8 so
1: no much. one's right
0: God. No, he's doing the raping! Oh, he's six it. foot four, built like a brick shed he's 110 kilograms. No, he's, he's shredded.
1: You know, he's just into boxing alligators, isn't he? And crocodile. Just
0: you don't know what, what stays on the train. what happens on the train stays on the train. <laughs> mm. He ate so much the Mexican police
2: couldn't afford to hold him captive. Mm. <laughs> With witnesses later saying they spotted him wolf down 18 eggs for breakfast. Wow.
1: Just give him two and a bit of toast. God, bet his <laughs> cholesterol
0: was through the fucking roof.
2: <sighs> Fuck me, I bet his fart stank. 18 <laughs> <laughs> He eventually changed his name to Trapper Nelson and landed at <sighs> Jupiter Island in Florida. Oh, well, now, a plush watch. hot spot full of country clubs and golf complexes, Jupiter Island was little more than a swamp back in the 1920s. But for Nelson, it was a perfect place to discover wildlife. His companions were less interested in nature. Trapper's stepbrother Charles was in prison for 20 years of a killing partner John Diecast with a shot in the back. Oh dear! Oh. Partner? Are they lovers or what? Business I think partner, he's a bit though. like a
1: Shrek with like
0: a. <laughs> <laughs> Get, Get,
2: a out out. Get out of my swamp! Out of my swamp! Unfortunately, that left him lonelier than ever, and he withdrew far. Nelson withdrew far down the nearby Locksahatchee River. Locksahatchee. With a loan with his sister and the pocket money he saved, Nelson bought a whopping 800 acres of swampland. He began
0: hunting.
2: Pocket money? Who's giving him pocket money?
0: He was giving the grown man pocket money. Well, someone's got to keep him
2: in 18 eggs a day. He began hunting wild animals and send their first, proving quite successful at the practice. A natural coexistence with nature prompted comparisons with Tarzan who at the time was a wildly popular, if racist, character from the series of novels.
0: Oh, come on. You can't judge Tarzan a racist. By the, today's standards you can, but back then you can't. It's no, written you it, can't.
2: No. But it is, uh, When the Great Depression hit, Nelson converted part of his land to a zoo where families could get a real experience of the wild. It became a sensation for, in part for its incredible authenticity, but mostly because of Nelson's own dynamic personality. He was a genuine charmer, and striking good looks and infectious enthusiasm for nature. Celebrities including films like Gary Cooper, the ultra wealthy DuPont family and even the Kennedys were known to stop by the zoo. Oh, wow. yeah. Visitors to the zoo were able to buy alligators at the gift shop. Jesus, who's ah! doing that? I agree with that. Nelson also grabbed attention by eating tortoises and drinking animal blood, something he recommended as part of
0: a healthy diet. Wow, great.
1: I'm not sure that
0: would go down too well with militant vegans. I I get the drinking the animal blood. I guess. Um, I don't. don't, 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 I'd eat the tortoise if it was the only thing I had to eat, but I wouldn't make a choice out of it. I like tortoises.
2: His social skills are also known to be quite poor, particularly when he was around women. According to one biography, Nelson once jumped into the river. ...corralled an alligator and rode it till it broke free to impress an uh, <laughs> Jane! Jane. Jane. Mm. It's not known whether she was convinced of his charm. Oh, that's a shame. When World War II came back, he was drafted, despite having got him married to avoid such a fate. He was disciplined for cutting his army trousers into shorts, <laughs> later tearing a muscle in his leg and getting a transfer to a base near his land. Upon his return, his wife had a new lover, distraught, trapper, never married again. Ah, uh, got in. in. the 1940s, Nelson was a national, increasingly international celebrity, gaining press, attention in France and the UK. Known as the Wild Man of the Loxahatchee, he was frequently offered media appearances and unusual stunts. Mm. Finally, he agreed to one of them, which entailed a boxing match. Basically boxing alligators. <laughs> <laughs> After taking off his gloves to fight bare knuckle, Nelson was punching. Uh, uh, he did fight
0: people. He did fight people. But he, for the zoo, he would wrestle alligators. Yeah. Oh well, he got knocked out in the first one punch. Uh-huh. It's unlucky. Burned down his neighbor's bridge. I like it. And the neighbor's goat house exploded. He was a bit of a riot. He was a bit a prime a, suspect. Bit of a hothead. Just a bit.
2: Sounds
0: like Tiger King
2: all over again, <laughs> yeah. is not it? Yeah. in well, the late 1950s, he was a recluse communicating with his neighbours and friends only via postcard. When mm. one tried to visit him, he even threatened him with a shotgun.
0: Fuck. Well. Oh man, Western food killed him. Yeah. Mm. Nelson's own adjustment from his
2: flora and fauna heavy diet to conventional Western food made him extremely ill he was convinced he had colon cancer and after doctors disproved this, prostate cancer. Oh, fuck me. No,
0: No, he didn't, he was just convinced he had it.
2: With the authorities closing the zoo, his ex-wife returned to claim chunks of the ever increasingly lucrative land he called his own, Nelson's life, in the spotlight was over. In July 1968, he was found dead on the beach with a gunshot in the stomach. Reportedly, Nelson laid there a week before he was found. Oof. Mm. Oh, man. Read that next bit. The examining physician was so disgusted by his condition he conducted the autopsy at a picnic table to avoid transporting the body. Jesus cutting
0: him open on the beach, close the beach off, I'm doing the autopsy here. Let's bat the seagulls away.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, Nelson was in his late fifties, but to this day no one knows his true date of birth. All
1: oh, the crabs would have come up and everything would have had a nibble, wouldn't
0: it? Yeah. Yeah. It would all take in a little bit. I mean, if I, I'd imagine he was, his eyes would have gone for a start. Most of his face. Yeah, the sweetbreads in the throat. Liver gone. Kidney gone. Definitely the kidneys. Anus cord. That's probably by hobos, though. <laughs> Pretty cord many years ago by hobos. Uh, well, I mean... Interesting. I'd like the name I'd change the name thing. Vince Jukanowski or whatever. Oh I'm trapping Nelson.
1: Trapping mm. I
0: fight alligators. And eat tortoises and drink blood. I don't know what he's doing to that stork there. Is that a stork? Some fish. kind of bird. Is that a fish? Oh it's a swordfish. I'm looking at it from a weird angle. Uh ah, the swordfish. Outdone by the gunfish.
2: Mm. So I saw that in the in the uh, in the paper I thought
0: interesting it is i like that kind of stuff it's just the modern world that ends up killing them yeah amazing that isn't it yeah he's had quite a
1: life
0: though hasn't he oh yeah you can't say he hasn't lived a life mm-hmm.
2: mad as a box of
0: frogs oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely mental right? Fair play too.
2: he lived a life he wanted to didn't he so yeah well, that's it so a man in
1: china almost died after inserting live eel into his rectum to cure constipation
2: yay how big was the eel because some of them are quite fucking big
1: well that one picture here is a moray eel so
0: hang on when a man in fishing puts an eel up his ring it's a moray eh?
1: <laughs> so he inserted a 20 centimeter eel into his rectum via his anus fuck me the man however almost died when the fish went up into his abdomen the global times reported that a man was encouraged to try the treatment from front claw they said that an eel can help with bowel movement however Instead of curing his constipation, the fish went from his rectum to the colon before biting through and entering his abdomen. Fucking hell! Ah. What a fucking idiot! Unable to endure the pain, the unidentified man finally went to hospital after one day. One day? One day!
0: Jesus. The
1: doctors who opened him up said he could have lost his life as the bacteria in the large intestines might cause... Hematosis when it reaches its his abdominal cavity.
2: Hemolysis, I think that is. is. It I, don't, I don't know what that is. Sounds
0: bad. bad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Interestingly, the eel was still alive and rem- was removed during the, during the operation. According to the portal, a 50-year-old man in the Guangdong Guangdong province did the same uh, stunt last year, but he used a 40-centimeter oh, eel. Nah,
0: that was just pleasure. at That oh. point, yo, you know, that guy was like 20 centimeters. Yeah, okay, that, that's the. I'm I I really just shit. Me nan always said, <laughs> right, if you've got constipation, put an eel up your bum. Right, that's what she said. Work for her. Work for her Nan, before, uh, oh. uh, and then uh, you think, oh man, what's the smallest deal I can get? Okay, twenty centimeters, all right. And I have to do, I, oh, oh fuck, it's in there, it's gone. I couldn't hold on to the end. <laughs> oh fuck. What are you, uh, you right?
1: And you then the guy hold on to the end and pull it back out. Yeah,
0: so I'd do if I'm gonna try this. I would just let it run free. And then this other guy's gone like, I want to stick it in up my ass. What's the biggest one I can get? Forty centimeters. Mm, still seems small, but okay.
2: Ironically, if it killed the eel, let it go putrid and then hit it, it would have cleared his constipation, wouldn't it?
0: Could he has got some prunes? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: you
0: know. <laughs> Whatever. But With some senicot. But Senacot, no, yeah. Clearly that, that's not a thing in China and you folklore and your aunt always told you that you know the only way surefire way to cure constipation it was to insert an eel up your rectum. Well, we don't know, that's the reason why he did it. Folklore. Is that what they said? Yeah, yeah it was a folklore oh, okay. reason. Yeah. He was like... It was, oh, okay. It's like... Um, miss that bit. Oh, crap, what is it? You bump your head, put butter on it. Mm-hmm. You ever have that as a kid?
1: Or if you've got a black eye, put steak on
0: it. Yeah. What
2: was that football manager, Felix Magad, at Fulham? He was getting to put ham on her injuries or something, wasn't it? Was it ham?
0: Ham or cheese?
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. a football manager. He was his late... Like, well, maybe in his early 60s, something like that. I mean, yeah, yeah, school. yeah. German, was he? Yeah. And he came to Fulham and the players were complaining because he was telling them to put cold meats and cheeses on their injuries.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's all his mum had got.
0: <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe he ran he was a... He a kid. He ran a deli. He <laughs> had yeah, major shares in, a, in the deli in the area. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you want to do? You get yourself a knock on your ankle, right? Get yourself down to uh, the deli. The one I always tell you about. when I own shares. Like... Get yourself some 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 cooked meats, quality cooked meats, and some fine locally sourced cheese. Put it on your ankle. Sort it out. Yeah, I recommend the free one. You can eat
1: it on a sandwich
0: after. they going to eat it later? No. Well, it's better than. That. It's, it's, you know, and it's still better than getting someone with a ric- Reiki crystal, though. Reiki? Reiki. It's like, oh yeah. I'm Reiki. Put, rec-y. I'm just just putting this. I'm just dangling a crystal over where it hurts. It still hurts, though.
2: There was a Trinidad and Tobago footballer called Marvin Andrews, you remember him? No. He played for Rangers and oh. he got an injury and he wouldn't accept any treatment. You see, he was into faith healing. No. He believed God would heal his injury. I think Rangers sacked him
0: because. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> he was just like. Because
2: he refused to get treatment.
0: And it's like you, you broke your leg, yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah. He, so if he broke his leg, <laughs> would he just leave it?
2: I guess you just bind it, yeah, and then just leave it to heal naturally
0: and So you wouldn't go and have a cast, you wouldn't have physio? I, I
2: don't know. Maybe it's just a
0: surgery part. But... If I pray hard enough, God will heal me. But yeah, that's what he believed in. People shouldn't be allowed to believe that <laughs> shit though. No, because this ends up happening. Exactly. Heels in asses. Heels up an arse. It's terrible. Oh that bombshell. Mind you, hang on, don't the Chinese think that rhino horn gives you, uh is like the best Viagra or something? Yeah,
1: that's bullshit
0: too. I wouldn't know, I've never taken rhino horn. Well,
1: scientifically, people
0: have said it's bullshit. Yeah, uh, oh well. And okay. on that bombshell, <laughs> thank you very much for listening. I've been Ben, don't drink the flavoury, don't join the cult. If you are going to fight a grizzly bear, make sure you get more bullets with you. I mean, Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, and may the force be with you.
2: But I
1: have been don't stick an eel up your ass.
0: Save that for you. I hope you appreciate you. that.